Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. I am still trying to wrap my mind around Matthew Myers' caffeine-induced euphoria. Play What's he playing games. that you need to be that jacked up on caffeine? Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the 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 line, the, the Talladega night, Talladega uh, uh, nights. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I actually said that after the game last night. When I went into the locker room to record uh, and do the post-game interview with Rodney Terry. So I'm in there in the locker room. When we do the thing, and on my way out, there's a cooler there that was supplied uh, for for the coaches and stuff. And there's ice water and there's drinks and stuff on there. And, and I said, okay, to grab He said, yeah, sure, whatever. Maybe a nice fresca. And I reached into there thinking that I was grabbing, uh, I think, a Sierra Mist. Uh and and I walk over, and as I'm walking closer to the table, back to the broadcast, I see Mountain Dew, and I'm like, oh, I grabbed it out. So I went, I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. And then I saw it was a diet Mountain Dew. I'm like, I'm not drinking that. That's <laughs> I'm drinking that. I'll stick with water. Thank you very much. And then make your yellow water come out like neon yep. green, probably. So I just fueled myself <laughs> regularly on the, uh, dr- the late, late, late night drive back down I-35. Um, following uh, the Texas game last time. We have a lot of conversation, obviously, about the uh, uh, seedings and brackets and things like that. Big 12 Conference Tournament uh, begins next week, as we know. Uh, the, uh, the Conference Championship, or what ESPN is uh, taking to calling Championship Week, it's not really Championship. It's a fortnight, basically, because they start with the mid-majors, and they put those on ESPN+, and that includes Texas State, who did win on Tuesday night in that 11 versus 14 matchup. There you go, Bobcats. They beat Georgia State. So uh, the one thing I will say about the Sun Belt Tournament, you uh, in having to win several games to win it, if you're in a if you're a double digit seed, you have a little better shot than what's happened in the Big East. Although we've seen it twice, what UConn and Syracuse, Syracuse like Jerry McNamara, run. yeah, have each done the five games in five days, the mm-hmm. run. In the Sun Belt, you ha- you have to win five games, but you have seven days to do it. So yeah. you get a little rest. So they had a day off yesterday after after they won their first round game on Tuesday night over Georgia State. Now they take on the sixth seed, Old Dominion. That's at five this afternoon. If they win that game, then they get another day off. Then they play the three seed, 
And then if they win that, then they then they have to you know get on mm-hmm. into the championship and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, it's a mountainous climb, and it, and and the odds are against it. But but there is a little more breathing room in that as Texas State tries to keep its season alive. Um, but the mid majors already underway. Who'd you say uh, Bellarmine the other night? You were you were the wondering, A-Sun, yeah, yeah, uh, keeping track of the A Sun. And, and uh, I do have a soft spot in my heart for the mid-major, just like I do for lower classification for high school football mm-hmm. as well, because I kind of cut my teeth on it. I got stopped by a fan last night going into uh, Showmire Arena saying, did I hear you say one time that you were the former voice of the Crumb Bobcats? I said, three years. <laughs> the Crumb and Ponder. Did them both. And we were talking about the football district back then that had Pilot Point, Frisco as a 2A high school, one 2A high school, Aubrey Salina, Coppell, which is, by the way, playing in the 6A girls semifinals tomorrow night, and wow, South Lake times, Carroll. Wow, how times have changed. <laughs> South Lake Carroll is a 6A. Imagine that. Uh, so, yeah, I said all that does is show how old I am. But um, the mid-majors are going on all this week. And uh, I've also, like, remember I said one of, uh, one of my enduring broadcast memories and for all of those of you out there who said, you really ought to write a book, you ought to write a book. If that day ever comes, this will be part of the book about doing that Southern Conference Championship in March of 2020, Yeah, mere hours before everything was shut down due to the pandemic. And we did that game. It was on a, uh, on a Tuesday. No, it was on a Monday. It was on a Monday. And it's in Asheville, right? It was in Asheville. And... Uh, and and uh, I'm not even sure that they were mandating masks for that. I probably not because I think if I remember right, they weren't because on Wednesday at the Big Twelve tournament on the seven ten and eight nine playing games, they fans weren't masked. The first tournament that I it could have been another league, but when I realized man maybe this thing is getting serious is when the SEC was talking about we're going to move people away from the benches, right? We're going to use medical grade sanitizers right. for balls and everything else. Right. And I'm like, okay, we'll get a little serious with this yep. thing here. And then, like, twelve hours later, everything it's just all off. Yeah, yeah. And and so it was a. It, so I go in and 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 uh, and do that game with John Crispin, who's one of ESPN studio analysts, does a really good job. Played at Penn State, played at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we called that game, and uh, East Tennessee State won it. Uh, they they beat Wofford. Uh, to win that to win that championship, and um, and I and, and it's escaped my memory again. There was a player from Wofford who's on a Big Twelve roster who played in the game. Maybe it's for Oklahoma that uh, played against Texas this year. And I I saw that guy three years ago. Yeah, for Wofford. Uh, but anyway, they uh, that was. Uh, uh, I'm I'm always going to remember that because right after I flew the next day to Kansas City. And uh, and then uh, and then of course uh, Wednesday night was the um, Tuesday was the uh, broadcaster dinner the you know the um, the Big Twelve oh, broadcasters yeah. the secret society you guys yeah, got whatever together you, that. you know the, but and and I won't make the dinner this year uh, I didn't make it last year and I won't make it this year because of baseball they're not going to let you and Toby in there next year well you know what we said we do I did make a pledge to them uh, and you, I and you I said that yeah. I said it to Brian Estridge uh, TCU play by play voice last night. That Toby and I have pledged that we will be at the final one that involves Big Twelve 
conference teams, Texas and Oklahoma, that are the last go around next you year. And, you and T Row are going to show up at that thing, then you'll end up swimming with the fishes by the end of the might night. Might be. Might turn out to be Luca Brazzi. I, you know, but anyway, they there. I said we will be there even if the baseball teams are playing the Yankees. We'll be there. We've got to be there for that last one. So we'll, uh, so we're going to do that. Who's the big? Who's the uh, Big Twelve play-by-play guy most likely to take you and Toby out back and put two in the back of your head? Uh, <laughs> well, I would say Tony Caridi only because he would say because of his heritage. Yeah, but he's too nice a guy. Um. Wouldn't be it would not be I don't see John Morris doing that. Nope. Would not be him. Uh would not be Dave Hunziker. Uh maybe Haxton. You know? <laughs> Texas Tech, only because of that. I don't know. No, Haxton and I would be sure good to friends. mark this audio for Haxton. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> Haxton and I are good friends. I d I, I don't think I, no, I think they're all great dudes. That, that's that's right. And it's not a secret society. We're quite open and in the public. We share our pictures on social media. That's what I would say, too, if I uh, was a part of a secret society. When you came, I'd make sure I'd want to Hey, I'm kind sure, of a part of that. Keep everything so. on the up and up. See? I'm with Craig. Yeah. See? I'll never know what that's like. I'm in the bleachers <laughs> with the fans. I'm part of the people, Jeff. He is. The closest I got was when Craig and Roger Wallace and Rod Babers and I went to that chicken place in Oklahoma. Yeah, I went to Okarchi. Yeah, to Aishan's Bar. And Rod shares the story of walking in. As he says, his words, I'm the only brother in the place when I walk in. At least I think so. Then I look and I see a dude over in the corner, and he sees me, our eyes meet, and he gets I, up I, and leaves. Rod's not lying. I observed the whole thing. The guy looked at Rod and then decided that he was that was his time to exit. So. Not that it wasn't, you know, that he paid his tab and was leaving. <laughs> but anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, so Aishan's Bar, yeah. Oh, Aishan's man. Great chicken joint. Yeah. The, la- the laughs are endless when uh, uh, we're around one Rod Babers. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Texter wanted to remind you, Craig, yeah. uh, Specs text line 337-3776, yep. be careful drinking Mountain Dew because it does have yellow five in it. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I ended up not drinking it, yeah, like I said, because it was diet. That's are you what... Are you at the point in your life where the yellow five myth just doesn't phase you at all? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. So like someone like Cam might need to pay attention to it, but Craig, you've already, you know, you've had kids, and you know, you got grandkids now. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, no. The, I, the yellow five thing, just, it's, yeah. it's, it's whatever. Yeah, and my kid, and my sons love Mountain Dew, by the way, <laughs> or especially Jason. He drink the Code Red. Well, if you want more grandkids, you might tell Jason to slow it down on Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. He 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 was on the Code Red. Uh, for a while, I remember my brother. Like when my brother was in high school, he had some of those like slamming, you know, going through like a twelve pack of Mountain Dew Code Red, wow. and he's playing Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, I could see that. You know, uh, clean up from uh, the first hour in the Specs text line. My doc uh, says uh, one texter. My doc chewed me out for drinking energy drinks. There's more than just caffeine in those things that stress your heart, especially in large quantities. Well, Jeff, you just told that story. You felt the palpitations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You felt the pounding. I, I've not had an energy drink since. Yeah. Somebody wanting to know what Yellow 5 does to you. Well, supposedly. Uh, supposedly, uh, it's going to do a number on your sperm count. Yeah. And perhaps the uh, uh, size. Shrinkage. Of uh, yeah. one's, yes. you know, berries, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, just... So you'll know there. Do a number on your tenders. Yeah. Uh, so somebody else pointing out that uh, there's a Mexican restaurant. Uh, is it Morelos? It has a drink called the Monsterita. 
a monster energy drink with a frozen margarita of your choice. I'm telling you, man, just going back to my day with the alcohol infused energy drinks, that's a bad that's a bad mix, man. Yeah. Wow. Uh what does this mean, Cam? It says sorry, eight meter in a different time zone. Do you know what that is? Do you know what you Okay. All right. Uh, about the Spirit Airlines smoking uh, cabin thing, Spirit charges $50 to take your wallet on board. Um, so somebody said, as my teenage daughter says, if you fly Spirit, you might become a Spirit. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Yeah, so, this texture said uh, they got a vasectomy. So you drink all the Mountain Dew you want uh, then. Drink up. Bottoms up. Yeah. Uh, says, Did you ever drink Mellow Yellow back in the day, Craig? Did. Did what? I never had a mellow yellow. What's it taste like? Uh, a poor man's Mountain Dew. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> there's also a drink on the, in the South and East Coast called Sundrop, and it's kind of more like a citrus drink, a little more it's like a squirt. Yeah, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little more. Why like would that. you subject your body to knock off Mountain Dew? That's just, <laughs> man. Because it's a lot cheaper, probably. That's just saying, you know what? If my innards melt, it's not that big of a deal. You can get the sun drop at the, uh, at the, at the, at, um, Food Lion in North Carolina down there, the beaches there. Or as Linda likes to call it, Lion King, the supermarket there. She likes Is that right on your way to Wiener King? Sadly, Wiener King doesn't exist anymore. Was it ever on your, the way to Wiener King? They had them in different parts of the state, but um, for those of you unaware, Craig worked at Wiener King, where he was dubbed King of King of the Wieners. I was never dubbed that. Uh, the Wiener King. I worked all of thirty days there, and they had massive cutbacks. And they came. It, it, this was, I was seventeen, and they let four of us go. We're like, why? We did. No, oh, you guys were good. We just we can't carry this many employees. It was thirty thirty days. And that was it. I'd also worked at a dry cleaning establishment that summer, a you know, summer job. But again, being the bagger at what was called Food Town back So in they the, told you your wiener hawking days had come to an end abruptly. Yes, wiener prep. Wiener prep. <laughs> that was done with that. Uh, yeah, it, 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 I'm telling you, Wiener King back in the 70s was identical if you walk into a wiener schnitzel today. Identical in color, in style. In substance, in their <laughs> menu offerings, just picture Wiener Schnitzel. That's Wiener King back in back in the seventies. Craig, did you ever venture into Biscuitville? On oh the East yeah, Coast? Okay. yeah. Love I would always see it. Never, never stopped. Oh in. yeah, yeah. It's a deep South thing. Obviously, my grandfather loved Biscuitville. He'd go up there and 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 hang out at Biscuitville. Get you a good country fried steak biscuit or whatever. And I tell people we would have been asked about this about dining establishments in the Big Twelve. If you have a breakfast f- uh, availability for yourself in Morgantown, you really need to go to Tudor's Biscuit World. You know, you can get pretty much anything. And, and, and in addition to the great biscuits, they have like good pancakes and stuff like that too. Uh, but it's, you know, I always get the politician, big biscuit with, with cheese, egg, and a big slab of bologna, hence the name the politician. So I did, uh, when I did that Pittsburgh trip last, I did the eggs and ant trip. Yeah, did you do? Did, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you went to eggs and ant, right? It's very good. I tried to get uh, Dave Garrett, our producer, to go, but he had too early a flight, couldn't make it. It's over there in Coropolis, mm-hmm. uh, Exonet, near the airport, not yeah. far from Robert Morris University. Yeah. 
So they, that's right. As a matter of fact, right down the street from Robert Morris, pretty much. Yeah. So you, so you, that's right. You told me you went mm-hmm. to Eggs and That's good. I have a coffee mug from Eggs and At. <laughs> it's a hyphen. It's like an apostrophe in at mm-hmm. Eggs and At. Somebody asked me, uh, does that mean I'll never have a Vegas bomb? A Vegas bomb sounds delicious. I've never heard of this. It's Crown Royal peach schnapps, cranberry juice dropped into an energy drink. Thank you. No. I've done, I've done the. <laughs> I do have experience. None with of the, that. I do have experience with the Jaeger bomb. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but uh, so had one no Vegas bombs for you, Jeff. And no, I, that does, man. If you take out the energy drink, that on its own sounds quite tasty. Crown Royal peach schnapps and cranberry juice. Yeah, no, not might, for I, me. I might give that a shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you and John Madani can get together and go bowling, you know, and have that. You know, he's a big crown guy. And and someone I asked, think I think we uh, drank enough of that at your wedding. Yeah, there's it's my beverage a lot of, of choice. Drank a lot of things at the wedding there. Uh, somebody asked me ever drink cheer wine. Love cheer wine. I, I've told you about. Is cheer that like wine, Boone's right? Farm? Nope, it's a soft drink. Oh, okay. It's it it, it so cheer nothing wine. Nothing like Boone's Farm. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, the reason. Uh, why it was called that? Uh, the soft drink was developed in the 19 teens as an alternative when they could not use corn syrup because it it was having to be shipped overseas for the U.S. efforts in World War One. Wow! So okay. they had no corn syrup, so they developed a soft drink using cherry syrup, and they called it like cherry wine, but it was like cheer wine. It was invented in North Carolina, and it's really only available in North and South Carolina, maybe a little bit in Georgia, a little bit in Southern Virginia, but it's mainly North and South Carolina. It's a soft drink. It does not taste like Big Red. Um, <laughs> it tastes like a cross between, I'd say, um, a Cherry Coke and maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a, uh, a fan of strawberry or something like that. But it's more cherry. Um, but All it's right. Yeah. I brought, you know, uh, one of the big soft drink aficionados in our, in our building is Chad Hastings. Yes. And I brought him some one time, and he liked it. He liked it. It was, it, you know, I mean, I, I really like it. Linda, not so much. She was By like, the way, okay. I'll be on with Chad and Zay at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. Today. Excellent. You know, Linda will try. It, one, of, one of the great things about her is she'll try just about anything, food-wise, whatever, if I offer it, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, the seafood options and stuff and a pork barbecue she hadn't had. She liked that. Cheer yeah. wine. She was, yeah, oh, kind of okay. And I had her try liver pudding with uh, what? with egg. Liver pudding is, it's not liver and it's oh. not pudding. It's kind of like sausage. It comes from the pig. Okay. Um, you and, work on a name change for and, that. Yeah, it's... well, they've had it. It's a, it and, and you fry it up in a pan like sausage. It looks and kind of smells like sausage. And eat it and eat it like with eggs. Or, as my brother would make, a fried liver pudding sandwich. Now, you talk to Rick Barnes, he liked liver mush, which I wasn't so much into. That's that, a little mushier even than the deal. But the liver pudding, when I go back there, I have liver pudding. Now, she, not so much. She tried it. She's like, I tried it. So would your would your lovely wife be up for trying like various gas station foods? She might skip on that. Now, she would she would go for an all-sips all burrito. Sips burrito? Okay. She would go for that. She she would do that. I'm, I'm sure of that. Uh, all right. Uh, yes, and I do know that Specs sells cheer wine. It's like two bucks a bottle <laughs> if, you, if you want. But, yeah, you can get it. Absolutely. You can you can get it around here. It's imported, so to speak, from uh, North Carolina. Let me say, as a young man in the 70s that didn't drink coffee, I drank many a Dr. Pepper and Mountain Dew to find some energy. Sure. Absolutely. 
Uh, Jeff, do you see what what you just described of the Crown Royal? What this texter says it's called? Yeah, um, I, I, I saw it referred to something else on, online, but I'll, I'll take that texter's word for it since yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and about the liver pudding, some guy he says uh, meat cake. George Carlin, George Carlin's great line about that. He says, "You ever look in a refrigerator and you see something you honestly don't know what it is? Could be meat, might be cake." It's meat cake. Yeah, it was. And you say, are you eating it? Honey, what is it? What is it? I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. It looks like meat cake. <laughs> smell it. Does it smell like anything? So liver pudding's a little bit different than that. Oh, man. There's a lot of, a lot of times in present day uh, America where I, I wish George Carlin was still amongst yes. us. Yeah, no doubt about it. CB says, I miss Big Red and H-E-B. Uh, the wild red as he as he rolls on up in the PNW of the Pacific Northwest. All right, big red and breakfast tacos, man. Some Keep an bre- eye out for bre- my daughter up there, CB. She and her husband will be up there tomorrow. They're going for the weekend up there. Is going to spend a weekend for her birthday up in Seattle. All right, uh, coming up, uh, we have our Flex Thirty update, and uh, there is live basketball going on right now. We're going to tell you about it coming up uh, in our Flex 30 update and more when we continue to light the tower on the horn. 1049, 1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the horn app and at hornfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Light the Tower with Craig Way and Jeff Howe. This is Light the Tower here on the Horn. Did you like this song, Godzilla? You, you I dig it. I, I, I can dig this. Okay. <laughs> Godzilla. That's why I remember this from the earlier days. Uh, all right. Uh, we got to get to uh, several things. So let's jump right in with our Flex 30 update. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Well, the uh, UIL State High School Basketball Tournament is underway. It began at 8.30 this morning uh, over uh, down in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. And that started with the uh, 1A games. And, and remember, these are a total of six games per day. You have three sessions. And you have two games in the morning, uh, two in the afternoon, and two in the evening. So it actually started... This morning at 8.30, 
And I was trying to get... Uh, let's see. Well, I know this. Huckabee has won its semifinal over Erion County. So they advance to take on the winner of the game between Natchez and Nazareth. Uh, that's going on. But uh, normally they have the scores posted right there. I'll see if I can pull that up. So that's going on with Girls State Tournament weekend. Today, uh, Huckabee advancing to the state championship in 1A, winning their semifinal. Uh, they'll take on the winner of Nazareth and Natchez, which is going on right now. Uh, Fairfield and Winsboro in the 3A semifinals this afternoon. Holiday in Columbus follow tonight. San Antonio Wagner and Frisco Liberty and Fulshire against Lubbock Cooper. All of that's tonight. Tomorrow begins at 8.30 in the morning with the 2As. Lipan against Martins Mill, followed by Groover and Hearn. Then in the 4As, Glen Rose against La Vega from right outside Waco. Bernie against Sunnyvale. And in the evening session uh, tomorrow night in the 6As, Coppell against San Antonio Northside and Pearland against defending state champion DeSoto. Uh, that's, that's going on with the uh, girls. Big weekend on the regional side with the boys state tournament. Not hearing you. Sure, uh, Mike, uh, not working there. It'll be a fun there weekend for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, the, uh, uh, the boys regional tournament going on to see who advances to the uh, UIL state boys basketball championship and the uh, girls going on right now. So they're already underway. So there it is. There's your Flex 30 update for today. All right. Coming up now is our second hour Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. Uh, so a couple of quick football notes, cause I know you want to get to scenarios for the Texas women and the big 12 tournament. Yep. You want to lay some of that out. A couple of quick football notes. The insider is posted at Horns 24 seven. Uh, that's our weekly collection of team news notes and nuggets. I'll get to one tidbit from there in a second. All kinds of recruiting information with Mike Roach and Hudson Standish is posted on the side. So make sure you get over to Horns 24 seven, check all of that out. Uh, <coughs> one tidbit from the insider and one that my man Hudson posted recently, uh, from the insider, I'd kind of teased this the last couple of days, but Tashard Choice was offered the running backs coaching job with the Craig with your LA Rams. Mm. And from what we were told by various sources, he turned it down to stay at Texas and continue working with Steve Sarkeesian. So that shows you that uh Tashard Choice has been a sought after commodity mm-hmm. at multiple levels now. And he's sticking with Texas for the time being. So it's I, I think he's very uh, very much a rising star in the coaching profession. Can't count on hanging on to him too long, but if he continues to deliver high-quality running backs, you got Cedric Baxter on campus. Again, multiple 24-7 sports crystal ball predictions in for Jarek Gibson, number one ranked running back in the class of 2024. Uh, Tashard Choi is definitely earning his paycheck right now. Speaking of Cedric Baxter, the Texas has not released the roster for spring practice yet, but one thing to look for from what mm-hmm. we've heard when you know everybody wants to know, hey, are there any number changes? That's one of the big things to look for when the roster gets released. We've heard in Horns 24-7 that Cedric Baxter is going to wear number four, which was his number in high school. So you say, okay, there's already a four on offense. What about Jordan Whittington? Yeah. Sounds like Jordan Whittington is changing to number 13, which mm-hmm. would bump Jaden Alexis, who's, been, who's had 13, to number mm-hmm. 89. Okay. So keep an eye on that. If that comes to fruition when that spring roster is released. Hmm. Ahead of spring practice starting on Monday. So the Longhorns get rolling with spring yeah. ball. Yeah, sure does. It uh, 
It starts on Monday. Uh, with regard to the uh, Big 12 women's basketball, in the last hour we talked about uh, the men's event. Uh, it's it's pretty simple for Texas, really. They are either going to finish first or second. Uh, they're tied with Oklahoma. Both are thirteen and four in the conference, just like Kansas is on the men's side. Both are thirteen and four, and uh, it's a pretty simple scenario. If the Longhorns win on Saturday at Kansas State, that's on one hundred five three. The bat at four o'clock tip from Bramlage Coliseum. If Texas wins that game, or if Oklahoma should lose at Oklahoma State, Texas wins at least a share of the Big 12 title. Now, if Texas wins and Oklahoma loses, the Longhorns win it outright. If both teams win or both teams lose, they tie for the conference title. Texas would draw the number one seed. They'll have the number one seed in any tie they have uh, with Oklahoma based on the regular season series sweep of the Sooners. So if they win, they're the one seed. If both teams win, they're the one seed. If both teams lose, they're the one seed. The only way they're not the one seed is if they lose and Oklahoma wins. Uh, that's that's how it is for Texas there. Beneath that, it's kind of like the men's. There's a big pot of mess. Uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Baylor uh, are all tied for third. And uh, the the it, it it's really strange. Now, Oklahoma State has the best shot, I think, to finish third. They own a sweep of Baylor, just like Kansas State does on the men's side. Um, Iowa State does not. And, in fact, uh, Baylor, uh, I think they split their two games with them. And uh, and Iowa State and Oklahoma State split their games. Uh, one game back of that, however, is West Virginia, and they play Baylor on Saturday. If they were to beat the Lady Bears, you could have as much as a four-way tie for third. So... That is still to be determined. That could still be a mess before it gets wrapped up. But again, know this. Texas is either going to finish first, tied for first, or second. And on Monday night, we'll have a final women's basketball season edition of Longhorn Weekly, special edition with Vic Schaefer out of Pluckers, the West Campus location. That's Monday evening at 6.30 is when we do the women's show. It's Monday at 6.30, and Vic will join us. I believe Shaley Gonzalez will be with us. And we'll see who else is with us. But uh, we've already had Rory Harmon out there, and we've had Taylor Jones out with us. Uh, we had Deanna Gaston out there a little over a week ago. Um, so um, we've, you know, we've had, and we had Shea Holly. Mm-hmm. So we've had the, those four, and we'll have uh, a couple more players on uh, Monday as well as Vic Schaefer. And we'll preview the Big 12 Conference Tournament. And it's getting down to the nitty-gritty about making sure they secure a top-four seed, which is different. On the women's side to the men's side, as we pointed out, because if you are a one seed, a two seed, a three seed, or a four seed in any of the four regions, you play at home the first weekend. And they really, really want to play at home at Moody Center and have NCAA tournament basketball in Moody Center the first year of the building. I'd say they're in good shape for it. Um, probably would not help them to, after losing to Baylor, to lose in Manhattan and then have a quick X in the Big 12 tournament. But I'd say they're in good shape to be at least a number four seed, maybe a number three seed, depending on what else happens there, and if they win the Big 12 outright or a shared title or whatever. Um, I think Oklahoma has an outside shot at being a four seed. They were not even in the latest projection before Texas played OU. They weren't even They weren't even uh, uh, on that. Could be still but by the time it's all said and done. Uh, but it's uh, – 
But it's a big game, obviously. Uh, and like I said, it was a weird deal last night. It looked for all the world as though Kansas State was going to beat Oklahoma. And I had it on my iPad watching during a commercial break. I was ready to bump back from a break and say, uh, Texas has just won a share of the Big 12 title. And now they can go for the outright title on Saturday. But Oklahoma didn't lose. Kansas State kind of handed it to them by missing three or four free throws in the final 16 seconds and giving up a game-tying shot to get it to overtime. And then the Sooners won it in overtime. Jenny Baranchek's done a great job there at Oklahoma. She and Vic Schaefer, either one of them could, if not should be, uh, the Big 12 Coach of the Year. They, they've both done a really good job. Uh, and that's why they're tied for first. Uh, and, and they're up three games. They're three games clear of the rest of the field. Mm-hmm. Those two are, are, are clearly the best. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes on that. Uh, CB points out happy birthday to Vic Schaefer. So Vic's birthday's today. And you've got Longhorn Weekly with Rodney Terry wrapping tonight, up tonight. Uh, so somebody asked, uh, are the women uh, guaranteed to host? Not not guaranteed, but I would say in good shape. Um, if they win at least a share of the Big 12 title, I think they'll host. Uh, certainly if they win it outright, they would. Um, so it, it, the, their performance in the tournament might not affect it that much if they handle their business uh, in winning uh, at least to share the regular season title. Tonight, yes, our final seasonal edition of Longhorn Weekly uh, with Rodney Terry from Pluckers, the West Campus location. I believe the movement is afoot to have Timmy Allen and or Jabari Rice join us. But but they're still – they got back late, late last mm-hmm. night, and they and I think they're having to like look at altering practice time schedule and – Stuff like that. So we'll see. Uh, Joe Lenardi has updated, by the way, his number one seeds. He's got Kansas as the number one seed in the Midwest as the third number one seed because he had Alabama, the overall number one in the South, Purdue in the East, and and then uh, Kansas in the Midwest and Houston in the West, which is kind of what I thought might be the case. I, where, I, where is that West regional taking place? Vegas. Vegas, okay. Now, they may start them in Birmingham. Right. And then ship them out to Vegas mm-hmm. instead of starting them in Sacramento. You know uh, they they might they might do that, uh, but um, that's kind of how I viewed it too. I thought that maybe that Houston might be number one in the West. Do you, uh, would you be good with Denver if that's where Texas ends up? Yeah, I mean it's it's logical. It makes sense on that. I, you know, I always think about Royale Ivy hitting two free throws as he said feeling very lightheaded because of altitude, mm-hmm. and he felt like he was going to pass out, and he knocked down two huge free throws to secure a second-round win over North Carolina, Roy Williams' first year coaching Carolina. Texas won that. They'd beaten Princeton in the first round and then beat Carolina and went to the Sweet 16 when they lost to Xavier in the Sweet 16 in Atlanta. And uh, Rick didn't finish that game, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> Um, and thought uh, I remembered yeah, that. Ted Valentine to thank for that, since we're talking about officials today, <laughs> and it comes full circle. And all and all, Rick asked Ted Valentine was, "What did he say?" Because he 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 teed up Brandon Mouton, like on a fifth foul. Brandon asked what, and and Rick kept saying, "What did he say? What did he say?" And and then Rick got teed up yeah. just for asking what he say, and then he lost and went, and of course he got the gate after that. Yeah, the one and only Ted Valentine. Yeah, that was in Georgia Dome in 04 there. And then I caught a cross-country flight to Seattle the next day for the Texas women who lost a Sweet 16 matchup to LSU, whom they'd beaten in the Elite Eight the year before in Palo Alto to go to the Final Four. It's amazing that you can get your body clock regulated 
considering the cross-country travel you do. I better get it ready this weekend. Yeah, exactly. I go forward to tomorrow <laughs> and then red-eye back for the Kansas game and then down to San Antonio to call the UIO girls. So, I, you know, it's part of the deal. I no guess. monster, though. No, no monster for me. And you don't, not, you and don't need like caffeine-induced euphoria I to don't call, need that. Call I, and, and, and <laughs> think the euphoria of the overnight flight will do me <laughs> just fine. I'll sleep on the way back. And we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn. Done for today's program. I'll be out tomorrow. I'll actually be in the air when you're on the air tomorrow, Jeff. Headed for Orange County, the O.C., well, we'll be talking about the other Sunshine State tomorrow because yes. it's Florida Friday. It is all of that. And yes, Texter, Rodney uh, Longhorn Weekly with Rodney Terry tonight. One more time. One more time. It's our final seasonal edition of the program. 7 o'clock on the horn. Hope you can make it out the Pluckers as well. So we'll uh, look forward to that. Uh, <laughs> as Tom says, Craig's secret is when he travels, he doesn't hang around long enough at any one location for it to offset or conflict with his internal clock. Ah, could be part of it. Well done. Okay. All right. Joe Number 2 said that he thought he saw caffeine-induced euphoria play at Emo's a while back. Could be. Hey, thanks for joining us. For our man behind the glass, our producer, Cam Parker, and, of course, for my co-host, Jeff Howe, I'm Craig Way. Stay tuned. Chad and Zay are up next. We'll visit with you next time on Light the Tower.